Have you ever wanted something or tried to do something, but you're like, oh, I just can't do it, it's too hard, I'm not able to do it? That's because there is a disconnect between your mind and your soul and your spirit. So our soul, our spirit is like, oh, I want to be happy. I want to create this cool thing. I want to do this thing, right? But then what happens is we, our mind says, no, it's too hard, or I'm not good enough, I'm not worthy enough, I don't know how, blah, 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 blah. So are we our mind or are we something more than our mind? Because if we're saying we want to do something, but something else, something else is saying, no, it's too hard, you know, who is us really? Is it the person who wants to do something, that pure soul, that, that the spirit, the creator? Or is it, are we the mind, which is like, sometimes like the like rubbing up against like a barrier like boom 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 like no you can't do it can't do it, it's too hard so by kind of going into that i realized like we are a soul and we have a mind but we are not necessarily our mind kind of like our bodies as well we are a soul but we are not necessarily our bodies if if somebody has a full body right but let's say they take away their arms and their legs are they still their body are they still them Yes, they are them. Even though they don't have their arms and legs, they are still that person. Um, so that person is not necessarily the body. The same is with the emotions and the mind. The person is not necessarily the emotions and they are not necessarily the mind. So what that means is then we have a, an observer, someone who is our soul, who is there and they can observe the mind going through its process, the mind's emotions because we're not the mind, we can also, we can observe the mind. So if you're feeling certain emotions like frustration or sadness or depression or self-pity, know that it's not you who's feeling that, it's the mind you're occupying that's feeling that. And the mind goes through those emotions and it's perfectly natural and normal. But if you can become aware of that and you take a step back where you're not associating yourself with the emotion specifically, but you're observing them, Almost like you're here and you're watching something over there and you're just observing that thing go through an experience. You can observe your mind going through a certain experience. So if it's lower emotions, if it's higher emotions, you could just sit back and say, oh, that's so interesting that I'm experiencing that. Hmm, that's so interesting, so interesting. How many times in, at some level we know logically that the emotions we experience doesn't necessarily equal reality. It's just our mind going through its emotional experience for something. Something happens out here, the mind, which is designed to help us survive, goes through some sort of emotional experience in order to try to help us survive. But the emotions we experience are not necessarily uh, helping us survive. They're just some sort of program that we've had over the years and programmed in it. So um, so instead of becoming the, the, the doer of the emotions in the body, become the observer of the emotions in the body. So when things happen, when we go through an emotional experience or we're feeling a certain emotion throughout the day, we can just observe it. We don't have to, we can just come right here. That's so interesting going through that experience. So interesting, so fascinating. Hmm, I'm feeling anxiety right now. Huh, there's nothing to be anxious about. There's no lions or bears or tigers about to eat me. So that's so interesting because that's what the mind is programmed to do is for survival. Again, it thinks it's living like in an arena of lions and tigers and bears and that you have to be in a community and if you get ostracized from the community, you're gonna be on your own and that means survival. Your survival is at stake. But that's not true in the society we live in. There's no lions and tigers and bears coming around to eat us. So you can just look around, am I really in danger here? Nope, I'm good. So 
I'm just gonna observe this emotion and be fascinated by this emotion, interesting. And just start asking questions like, you know, anxiety, what are you here to teach me? What is it that you want me to pay attention to? Uh, anger, what is it, thank you so much I, for this anger I'm feeling right now, what is it that you're here to teach me? And we start asking these questions of the emotions, you start to get these remarkable um, answers. And uh, Alison Armstrong, I just heard her speak recently, she, she talked about this um, when she had, she had lost her husband and she was going through grief and she was trying to like fight the grief and hide the grief and do all these things with the grief. But one day she finally sat down and started talking to the grief she felt. She says, she said, grief, what are you here to teach me? Or what is it that I'm here to learn from you? And then the first thing that the, the grief, the first answer she got back was finally you're noticing in me and talking to me. Finally, you notice me and talk to me. And she had a basically, this is an internal thing, obviously, but an internal conversation with the grief. And she learned so much from it. And she learned how to go through that emotional experience. But by, by, by seeing it as not her, by seeing it as something else, as kind of detached from her. And she could now be the observer and she could have a conversation with it and see what experience it was trying to help her with, what experience it was trying to teach her. And um, that's the power when you just become the observer in your life and you just, you're just there observing the emotions you go through rather than associating with it or thinking that it's really you or uh, becoming with it. Um, and again, it's like the car. If do you think you are your car, like when you're driving, are you your car? If your car has a flat tire, does that mean you are a flat tire? Does that mean you are a bad person? If your car is dirty, does that mean you are dirty? No, you just get the car wash, you get it cleaned, you get the flat tire changed. Um, it's the same with the with the human, with the human mind, the human body. Just obviously we don't, we haven't been trained, most people haven't been trained on how to deal with their emotions, how to deal with that. So instead of realizing that the spirit and the mind and the emotions are two separate things, we think it's, we think we're the same. And then we try to, uh, you know, we oftentimes will associate ourselves with those emotions, but we're really not. It's just, we're, that's the vehicle that our soul is occupying. And um, it's really a blessing for us when we go through those emotional experiences to see what they are there to teach us. What are we there to teach us? Ultimately, at the end of the day, I think it's, it's to, our soul has occupied this body and mind to go through an experience, to realize it's not love and eventually come back to a place of love. So everything is to realize we are love and to love other people, love other places, love other circumstances, love everything about ourselves. So even lower vibrational emotions are beautiful opportunities for us to have a mirror to see within ourselves and become from a more loving place, okay? So thank you guys so much for watching this video. Please hit the subscribe and like button. Let me know in the comments what you think. I'd love to hear your feedback. Thanks so much. Talk to you soon.